0: My entitled neighbors steal our fence while we are away on a road trip and after months of dealing with their obnoxious behavior, we simply can't take it anymore as this truly is the final straw. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. While the title probably explains most of this, I'm honestly fuming right now so I really need to get this off my chest. So we've had issues with our attached neighbors from the moment we bought our house. Originally, it was just a 60-year-old woman and her 18-year-old grandson. The day we moved in, we tried to make small talk and introduce ourselves, and the woman was dropping hints that the old owners used to bake her goodies all the time, and she really missed getting those. She was kind of insinuating that we should be like them, because she deserves to be treated like a princess. The grandson introduced himself as the worst person in town. I mean, honestly, what an intro. So, afterwards, we were just trying to keep a friendly distance and stay out of their way, when suddenly, after about a week of living here, they began screaming at odd hours, they started black Blasting music and banging on the walls. The police were at their house for domestic disputes monthly due to the woman calling the cops on her grandson. We've lived here for over two years now, fixing up our house and making it beautiful and adding value to it overall. Up to this point, we just let them have their problems because it's not like we have kids to worry about protecting. It's just my partner and I in our mid 20s. Fast forward to last month. One evening after it got dark, we heard what we thought were firearm shots right in our backyard. Mind you, we live in a downtown suburban borough with an older person facility right behind our house, so we were a little bit concerned. We have cameras that we installed just to be safe, so we checked them. The grandson and his friends were sitting in their yard talking about firing another round and that they're just like fireworks and all this other stuff. Unfortunately, it was dark, and we couldn't see them firing things off, but the camera picked up the sound of them firing off nine more rounds, so we naturally called the police. The kids then left, and the cops couldn't prove that anyone was on the premises with a firearm, so they had to let it go. In the beginning of August, the woman decided to let her daughter, a sister-in-law, and their children move in with them for who knows what reason. Before this, they only had come to visit on holidays, and one time, they left their infant child on the street, all in a carrier, for over half an hour until I knocked on the door and let them know that she was out there. I mean, none of my business. But from there on, the screaming and yelling got worse, and this time with crying kids in the mix. I had half a mind to call CPS, but I've heard the awful things that happen to kids in the system, so I simply couldn't bring myself to do it. This month, we were fortunate enough to go on a road trip to see some cool places and visit family. We left at the end of August, and we were checking our cameras when we had service, which honestly was not much. One day, we get a call from our unattached neighbor saying that our attached neighbors were building a really ugly shed with spare planks from who knows where. We tried not to worry too much because up to this point, Their awful shed wasn't our problem other than an eyesore in the neighborhood. We just enjoyed the rest of our trip and just let it go. Occasionally checking to make sure they weren't in our yard or anything like that since it's nicely fenced in and gated. We didn't catch anything on the camera other than them building their awful shed. We arrived home a few hours ago just to find out that these entitled jerks had dug out and stole part of our fence. And they did this just to create a back fence and a gate for their yard. This left huge holes in our back parking area that my partner almost tripped and fell into. They also tied into our fence incorrectly, pulling our fence lopsided and loose, basically damaging it. Unfortunately, our camera didn't catch them taking our fence. They were just in our yard for maybe one frame and then they were in theirs the next. We want to press charges, but we aren't sure how to go about doing it. We checked our seller's disclosure, stating that the previous owners of the house had put the fence in, so we know it was our fence that they took. I'm so livid and I know yelling won't fix anything but how can you be so entitled that you can't even buy your own chain link fence but instead steal your neighbors when they aren't even home I'm honestly so sick of these people and I seriously don't know what to do wow that is insane imagine going on some kind of vacation or just leaving your house and then suddenly these weirdos are being like yeah we're gonna steal your fence and by the way we're gonna make all this noise like that's honestly insane to me and that's so inappropriate like first of all they were awful neighbors to begin with and you literally did everything you could to just ignore it. But at this point, they seriously have crossed a line. So if I was in your shoes, I would be calling the police, I would be filing a report, and I would disconnect any fence they tried to tie into your fence post. Like, you have proof that that fence was there before you moved in. There is literally written proof that you had that fence on your side of your property. And the fact that these people literally just dug it up and put it on their side is honestly atrocious. Plus, they're firing firearms in the backyard. Like, seriously, these people are bad. So yeah, if I was in your shoes, I would be going full tilt in reporting these people. There's no way on earth I'm putting up with that. There's no way I'm going to sit there and allow these people to steal from me, and I'm absolutely not going to put up with that noise any longer. And in my opinion, I think it's time for you to put your foot down. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to AmITheJerk.com submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My boyfriend acted like an entitled character. this afternoon after he found out that they didn't have a specific product he wanted at the store we were shopping at and I've never been more embarrassed in my life and I now seriously don't know what to do. So I went with my boyfriend to the shopping mall to go have some lunch. He is about to go through a religious process that requires a lot of time away from people including me. So I'm not going to be able to see him for about 3 weeks. I decided to take him there because I wanted to give him a special lunch before he goes through the process. After we had lunch, we were going outside to smoke a cigarette and he said he wanted another lip gloss because he lost his I said no because he just bought three of them and people either take it from him or he loses it as a side note he is very concerned about his looks and he does like beauty products which is fine by me anyways while he was smoking I snuck inside and bought him the lip gloss that he wanted it was the same brand and everything however when he opened it he found it was not colored just a transparent lip gloss and he likes to wear the pinkish one it's still transparent but just a slight shade of pink I went back into to the store to trade it, which was okay. But the lady told me that they were out of pink lip gloss. When I returned to him, he immediately showed an attitude and then went inside. He walked to the store and asked the lady for the pink lip gloss to which she replied that they were out of it and completed the conversation by saying, well, if you want one, it has to be this one. He felt extremely disrespected by that and asked for a refund because he didn't want that lip gloss. And it was just because of the way that she said it. They went on for a short discussion about refunds being in the customer's code and eventually they called the manager. I couldn't say anything while he was doing it because I felt extremely embarrassed and I actually wanted the refund because what he was saying was right, but just not the way that he was saying it. In the end, after about 10 minutes of debating with the manager, who even offered to call another store and asked them to deliver the pink lip gloss if they had it to our house, he then gave up and took the transparent one instead. When we went out, he noticed that I wasn't as thrilled as he was by fussing about it and said he regretted it because he was willing to keep it if the girl didn't respond to him in the way that she did. I let out my thoughts on it of him being right in what he said, but just not in the way that he acted. And he regretted it for a couple of minutes. I had never seen this side of him and I'm afraid of it now, because I'm not the kind of person who goes off about things like this. I like to keep my temper and try to solve it as politely as possible, and try to be lovely to people who are just doing their jobs. I honestly hope it doesn't happen again, and at least with the upcoming future, as well as him going away for religious reasons, Reasons, I know that for three weeks, this won't be happening anytime soon. Yeah, the way your boyfriend was acting was really inappropriate. There was no reason to freak out on someone just trying to do their job. I'm a big fan of treating customer service agents with respect, especially if they're being respectful in the first place. Like if they're rude, that's a whole different subject, but it sounds like the person in this story was not being rude. So yeah, the way your boyfriend acted was really inappropriate. There was no reason for him to freak out like that. They just didn't have the product that he wanted. And honestly, that just kind of happened sometimes. And hopefully, these three weeks away for religious reasons will help clear his head and he can hopefully come back with a better attitude. Because trust me, I totally understand what it's like to be on the sidelines of when someone's freaking out in public, and that is never a good feeling to watch that happen, especially from a loved one. And hopefully, in the future, that never happens ever again. My entitled manager demands that I stuff products on our shelves, despite the fact that she trained me differently when I was first hired. And after dealing with this for so many nights stocking shelves, I decided to maliciously comply and got back at her in a really funny way. Here's what happened. I worked at a store over 20 years ago doing midnight stocking. I did my job so well, I usually helped the two other employees finish up theirs. The head store manager didn't like my mother, who used to work there, so needless to say, I got pushed hard. I did my job, though. I never put items in the wrong spots just to make them fit. In fact, that was a mortal sin, in my opinion. That is, until the first night of three pallets of socks, I did my job, filled in where I could, no stuffing them in. Then, as usual, pull the remaining back into the stock room. The next night, I got the socks again. I was told, you did not try hard enough. These socks will fit. I want them out of my stock room. So I again filled in where I could. Not mixing the products up, pulling the remaining in the back, and label them as not fitting with one note. That way she would know that I did them right. So three pallets down and one and a half already. So obviously I did my job right? Nope. Night three comes around and I have socks again she leaves a note again saying you didn't try hard enough just do your job and make them fit so at that point after being so annoyed i decided to maliciously comply i refused to just jam them wherever my job states to not put any items in an empty old spot which could anger a customer as the prices and styles are slightly different so i neatly set out as many as possible then i proceeded to match all the same boxes of socks stack them neatly on the palette and write the barcode on every box Then add a note saying, Dear manager, I did the best I could. The only way to make them fit is to cram them in and mix all the products up, which you told me at orientation is a sin. So please, manager, if you can find a way to make them fit and do my job properly, please let me know. Fast forward, and guess who didn't have any socks the next night? That's right, it was me. And boy, was I happy. I was also told she was rather angry. I called her nicely on her own rules. The palette, yes, I got it down to one the right way, and it sat for three months in the stock room. There is never enough room on the shelf. I guess they just didn't sell very well, and they ordered way too many. But none of that's my problem as I got back in a really fun way. Yeah, your manager's being really weird. If they're gonna train you in one specific way and be like, okay, don't cram the products in the back. That's a mortal sin. Don't do it. And then try and turn around and be like, okay, you need to stuff these socks everywhere. That, in my opinion, is really poor management, and it shows they're just looking for results instead of doing it the right way. So if I was in the original poster shoes, I'd Probably would have done the exact same thing. This lady was being weird, there's no reason for her to act that way, and honestly, it's an hourly job stocking shelves. It's really not that big of a deal, and there's no point in getting bent out of shape by a bunch of stupid socks. Am I the jerk for canceling on dog sitting for my friend after my aunt had a stroke, causing my entire family to come into town? Here's what happened. So I agreed to house sit and dog sit for a friend. She asked me to move my family, namely myself, my husband, and my son, to her house for four days. I had to fly on a work trip the day before and when I landed I drove straight to her house. My husband that morning packed all of our stuff dropped our dog off at my parents house and met me at their house. I got there and there were four full pages of details for the dogs. When they eat, when they walk and all this other stuff and that was honestly fine. Got it. No problem. They also get 8.5 pH water and can't have any other water. Which is like okay I could do that. The dogs are also really anxious. Hence why I couldn't bring my own dog. I get off the plane and I take a nap with the dogs. My husband arrives and we take them on a walk. Shortly afterwards, I get a call from my dad saying that my aunt had a stroke and my other aunts are driving from Mexico which is about 2 hours from us and they need to stay at my house. He is going to house some family and I will house some as well. And honestly, that's standard for family visits from Mexico for my family. We house them and drive them as they are elderly and they don't live in this country. I call my friend and I tell her the situation. And that my only solution is that I bring her dogs to my house. She is apprehensive, but she does agree. She tells me to keep her updated as much as possible. They need to sleep in my room and all these other pre-requirements. I say to her, that's fine. Well, one of the dogs sleeps on my bed and I got zero sleep because I've got the family situation going on and I'm worried about my dog at my parents' house as my dog can be an escape artist at times. In the morning, I'm tending to my child and my aunt while my husband walks the dogs. One of the the dogs won't go to the bathroom straight up and neither dogs will really eat at all. My friend says that she was scared that this would happen because they are anxious. Now at this point I'm starting to snap with all of this on my plate. My son who misses me from my work trip is being ignored. Well I tend to all of this and I'm running on very little sleep. My aunts need rides and I have to coordinate the rally around a sick aunt. I reach out and I tell my friend again the situation and that I really need help finding a solution. Can someone else watch the dogs at their house. Can she come home or something like that? For context, she's a flight attendant on call in another city but doesn't have any trips. She says there's one but she can't call out and her mom is upset at me. I say okay, what about a cousin who lives two blocks away? But she says nope she has dogs of her own and she doesn't like to leave them. At this point I'm getting increasingly frustrated. I feel torn because I agreed to this responsibility but I'm getting frustrated with her lack of proactiveness in helping me find some kind of solution. My you they have a large house with a lawn and everything, but it's not good enough if they are simply fed and walked while they are away. Someone needs to be with them 24-7. They are healthy but they are very anxious, I guess. She is telling me that it's messed up that they will have to be alone and that I am abandoning them. Again, I remind her that they are still with me. They're being fed and they're being walked and they are loved all while also still being cared for. But we need to start brainstorming for some kind of solution. At one point, I snapped so badly and my son, I'm bawling in my room because I know it's not his fault, but I'm honestly losing my mind in all the chaos. Now, I'm sure that this friendship will be over after this. She told me to drop the dogs off, and she has to figure it out. Again, I know I agree to all of this, and I'm not taking it out on the dogs one bit. I mean, they are really sweet, but I'm left feeling like these dogs are so anxious because they have been treated like human babies their entire lives. I've even noticed a correlation between my anxious friends having extremely anxious dogs. Dogs. I mean, the four pages they typed up was all about the dogs and not one excerpt was about how the Wi-Fi worked or even where the towels were stored or even encouraging us to like put food in certain places or even giving us money for food. There was literally nothing. I'm guessing she won't pay me because I didn't complete it, which honestly, that's fine. I just feel so bad for the dogs, but I'm honestly not sure what to do. Your friend is being really, really mean to you. I think you need to understand that first and foremost. Here you have a sudden family emergency. Your had a stroke, and honestly, that takes priority. These dogs and her situation of being away for four days can honestly wait. She's being incredibly selfish, and she expects you to coddle her dogs in the way that she does it. And that's just not fair at all. You don't deserve any of this. Your friend also can hardly be called a friend. It seems like she just doesn't care about your situation, and she's actually saying, yeah, but what about my dogs? I get it, your aunt had a stroke, but like, whatever. What are my dogs gonna do? They need to be around someone 24-7. But guess what, lady? they only need to be like that because you treated them weirdly when they were growing up. You raised them to be attached to your hip and you've basically made them like Velcro dogs where they're always next to you or else they freak out. And that honestly is really unhealthy. It sets a permanent precedent that these dogs always have to live through because dogs are creatures of habit. Like what do you expect them to do? If their owner basically attaches them to their hip, they're gonna be stuck there pretty much for the rest of their lives. So in my opinion, you are not the jerk here. Your friend is a jerk for basically being dismissive of your family emergency and in my opinion with all the things going on in your life right now I think it's totally fine for you to back out of this job and decide to let your friend figure out how she wants to solve it. An entitled old Karen hits me in the arm after I decided to wait on a mother and a child as well as an old lady as they slowly got to their seats on the airplane we were all riding on and I've honestly never been more blown away by somebody's entitlement as well as their aggressive demeanor in my life. Here's what happened. So this happened a few months ago. I'm a 21-year-old female and I was waiting to disembark my flight from D.C. to Newark. A couple behind me, probably in their 50s, were bickering because the woman was trying to make a plan to get off the plane quickly and the husband told her to calm down as they weren't in any kind of rush. They were well-dressed, wealthy-looking but still in commercial. The man in my row got off, but before I could, not that I was going to cut the people off in front of me, a single mother entered the row and brought down a stroller for her small baby. Another woman a grandma type of woman who I don't think they were related to this family also got into the row she was very old and very feeble so yeah it was taking some extra moments but it's not really that long I then felt a smack on my arm and I heard someone say that I just need to shove past them or something along those lines I thought maybe it was the woman behind me but I figured it wasn't directed to me and I didn't look back as I didn't hear it well in the first place I then felt a serious smack that left pain in my arm for 20 minutes I turned around gobsmacked and the woman started to lecture me about disrespecting her by ignoring her. She kept going on and told me my mother raised me poorly. I looked very young, like I was maybe 16, and she was talking to me like a child. I was so shocked. I couldn't even respond. I turned around and continued to wait. I was not going to shove past this grandma who was waiting for the young mom to figure out how to move down the aisle with her baby. This woman then started loudly talking garbage about me to the husband. He didn't say anything to me or her about me. Nobody even stepped in, even though it made a scene. I mean, maybe they thought I was her daughter. The worst part about it is that shortly after disembarking, I saw them standing around at the snack booth. They were clearly not in any kind of rush at all. And honestly, I'm so sick of people like this. Wow, that is so unacceptable. I'm surprised you didn't, like, talk to a flight attendant and be like, wow, yeah, this lady totally just assaulted me. Like, let's think about it. She smacked you in the arm. It doesn't matter if you're waiting for a flight. This lady assaulted you. That is literally a Assault and battery. You really should have gotten the police involved. That kind of behavior is so unacceptable, and it absolutely deserved a serious consequence. Like, who do these people think they are acting like that as well? They're literally standing on a commercial flight just to try and get to your seat. Is it seriously that big of a deal to wait just a little bit longer while a mother and their kid and an old woman try to get to their seats? Like, come on, let's be serious right now. Look, I don't know about you, but I seriously don't like flying as it is. It's stuffy, I'm crammed next to people, and I seriously just don't want to be flying in the first place. But then you have to deal with some weird entitled Karen standing behind you, smacking you in the arm because people ahead of you are going slow. That is unacceptable behavior, and honestly, the original poster should have stood up for themselves. They should have gotten in contact with a flight crew and said, hey, this lady assaulted me in line, and I want to press charges. Or at least say something and be like, hey, don't touch me. Do not hit me ever again. Like, make a scene. Make sure other people see what happened. So yeah, that's a really awful situation, and I'm so sorry you dealt with that. And hopefully, nothing like that ever happens to you ever again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.